This is episode number 471, reflecting on the state of the word. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at jasontucker.blog. <laughs> I'm Sarah Reed, that muted myself. At Sarah Reed Media on most of the things these days. And y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Jason Cosper, back at it again on the world's most influential WordPress podcast. <laughs> go take a look over at where it is we can listen to us on podcast and you can go and check us out on we, we are very <laughs> subdued this week I, I i was thinking about that i was like all of us real thick like quiet i was like oh, i'm looking at something i'm not gonna talk or in the inter- <laughs> we're just like <laughs> the year has ended with like a uh not, yeah. not, with a, not with a bang but a whimper oh my god exactly exactly but hopefully this is not the way the world ends hopefully this is just the way 2023 ends we're just huh, i i want to have hope y'all i want to have hope as long as it ends what as long as what as long as it ends as long as it ends yeah i i just realized to, i have my um headphones i should be plugging in here yeah, to to borrow from uh the mountain goats. I'm going to make it through this year if it kills me. Um. All right. So speaking of killing me, <laughs> <laughs> I I thought it was really funny. Um. I, I, so I watched the state of the word. I watched it while getting my four year old ready. So it was like you know, I was kind of watching it. <laughs> I I did not uh, see any of the live Q and A, though I've heard of it. Uh. And I did read the post Q and A, which I have some thoughts on. Um, but I thought it was really funny. I read uh, a lot of the recaps. I love reading a recap. I love me a recap. Uh, and, um, there's some great recaps, obviously Courtney Robertson, friend of the show, put out a very thorough recap as she is wont to do. Um, there was, there's an elementor recap from, uh, Miriam, whose last name escapes me, but it starts to be. And, uh, then there was, uh, Joost, Joost um uh what is it called post status recap and his title was state of the word 2023 excitement all around (laughs) well i mean he's he's hitting he's (laughs) he's hitting his seo targets actually funny enough i actually read this article critically thinking about that (laughs) it's like oh it was like there's some improvements I feel can be made. <laughs> I'm just going to keep my thoughts to myself. Uh, I'm not going to keep my thoughts to myself in general. Obviously. You this never do. Episode. <laughs> yeah, I just like, let me clarify that. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I love the recaps. Um, I actually have some comments about the recaps, but I, I wanted to... Uh, I don't know what order of operations we should go in. I, I like what do you, what do y'all think? I mean, we, we, you hit we can either we can either start from the top or we could just start with the thing that I'm most excited about. <laughs> All right. Well, I just let's start from the top for a second because why would we? Start? Yeah, you know we what? No, let's let's not part? let's not yeah, start right. from the top. Let's Jason. Yes. Jason almost never gets to talk on these shows because you and you I are, are taking up all the airspace. So please, right. Jason, tell us what Merry you're Christmas, excited Jason. about. Yeah. So, um, 
custom <laughs> fields were mentioned. <laughs> and so I was so stoked that like yes. even just the the smallest mention of custom fields um was was a huge one. Uh the I don't know, just I what whatever it is that they're gonna do with that, even if they totally screwed up and it, it at least you can make a custom field show up on a screen, I'm gonna be really excited about that. They're so, gonna, what they're gonna do is they're gonna remember they exist. Yeah, I I, I, I <laughs> we built the coolest tool to extend that literally provides all the extendability, right? Yeah, it's a, it's like, like this it's like the core. second or third oldest like function that's in WordPress and and we're 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 now going to start adding that into um into it. So, yeah. That that was my that's that's my favorite. Oh, I'll, I'll be quiet for the rest of the episode. Thank you. the one other the one other comment I have is when Matt was mentioning um he was introducing himself and he was kind of going through like the various places that you can follow him on um on social medias all the different all the different social medias and he he neglected to even like mention at all Mastodon like entirely he's like Fetty what's that I don't know what that is it just like totally skipped it it did. It did come up in the, in the Q and A. Yeah, where he he in an said, interesting way. <laughs> yeah, he he verified himself because people thought that uh, the account was a fake just because it was. Uh, there's no user picture last I checked, and you know he's like photo mad at mastodon.social. Like, okay, <laughs> I, I see how that might someone might be like, no, that's that's a fake account. There's no, there's no uh, that that shade of uh, Pepto Bismol pink user icon. Uh, yeah, no, or, and no activity pub being used on his website, which you right? think that we would be like dog fooding this a little bit, but um, we don't eat dog food. I can't get this to work on. I can't get it. Like I can't get it to work on WordPress or blah, on WP water cooler and getting those accounts to actually show up on Mastodon can't get it to work. So hmm. Um, hmm. maybe he's having problems. Maybe he uses Cloudflare. I don't know. Maybe you should post in our dev branch uh, channel in our discord. <laughs> it seems to be helping a lot of people. I just <laughs> Matt, if you're having problems, that's plug. where you can show up and, and ask the questions, and we can we can get you uh, sorted out. Because <laughs> I can't, I can't figure it out. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm sure he's gonna rush to our Discord. Totally. Um, Mika saying uh, post formats. There's people there already. He's got you know we've all got. Um, it's an open community. All right. Yes, I was gonna say something about post formats too, but post formats were not mentioned. Um, just circling back to the beginning part, I think that it is very telling that the the main lead for the whole thing, I mean, it's like, oh, we're in Spain, they've got meetups, they've got stuff happening. And um, the whole thing is about a shout out to the community, right? Oh, the community is so great. We're so wonderful. And I'm like, because <laughs> this, this is the part that really that really gets me. Um, so that it's just like the celebration of community and yet, mm -hmm. you know, at the same time, the gutting of the community, uh, which ties in to one of the answers that came in the, the post state of the word post, <laughs> which was, uh, the extra questions where someone, not me incidentally, 
uh, asked about the uh, difficulties with the community over the past uh, few months. And his response mm. to that was, I'm human and I make mistakes and we all make mistakes and hopefully we can show each other grace, basically, right? And to which I say, yes, but you, you are human, but part of being of a community is acknowledging your errors, not just saying, yep, I'm human and I've messed up. How, how have you messed up? And yeah. what are, what is the plan to not do that again? Or are you just, uh, every time you mess up, you get to say, I'm human and then keep it. Nothing happens. Like literally. Uh, Tucker is familiar with this because uh, him and I have uh, at uh, particular points had a shared love of Merlin Mann podcasts. Uh, but this is something that Merlin Mann would refer to as a big city apology. Uh, <laughs> yes. Which is, uh, I'm, I'm sorry if you were offended. That is, <laughs> that is all that was. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think that it's uh, even that. To be honest, it's like, yeah. it's maybe like even a countrywide apology where it's like, um, yes, I, I, I am human. Like I, all humans make mistakes and that yeah. that's the level of accountability we're at. Okay. Mm, the problem is we just, I don't know if anyone noticed, but we are literally celebrating this person. He had like two people, someone introduced Josepha who then introduced Matt, like two layers of introduction, right? And another thing worth noting of the people who are being represented on um, on the stage are all people that work for Matt. So I don't really, all the people who organize the event work for Matt, all the people who are involved in any of the production of it work for Matt. So I'm not really sure where the community part comes in. I think in. they call the GPLA. <laughs> No, it's AGPL. AGPL. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, well, we can get I to can, that next. I, I can have it right. I can have it wrong. You know. Does AGPL rhyme with hypocrisy? I think when you pronounce the acronym AGPL, it sounds like hypocrisy. I don't know how the letters do that. It's sort of like how PHP has PHP in the acronym, you know? I think it's like the, that. The thing that we're dancing around is uh, apparently uh, something that has been a big push over I'd say like the past year or so. Literally is, the past year since January. Yeah. Has, has been uh, a, an attempt to move uh, the, the WordPress, like uh, make WordPress core community off of Slack and onto matrix. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, because. Which was announced, which was announced two weeks ago, or even just one week ago, like really recently in the past yes. two weeks, the past fortnight that we were all switching not only was the majority of the WordPress community switching to Slack, that some features in Slack would be sunsetted at the end of December. It was literally right. like a month's wow. notice for like, uh, and if you want to import your direct messages that you've had in there, um, here's some tools for it. And, right. you know, here's all the new chats that we're going to use. And Matt and Josefa, our project leadership, have signed off on it. They think it's a good idea. So here's, so here's, here's we the, here's the, the quick summary. We have, uh, basically like pulled the ejector seat on doing this. We've, we've okay. hit the brakes. Um, and the reason behind this or the reasoning behind this is because the, 
uh, Matrix Project uh, has relicensed particular parts of uh, its code base to be a GPL, which is uh, it, it it is a GPL ish sort of license, but it's a Faro GPL. Um, it's it's like is, GPL on steroids. It, kind of, but also, and and this is from what I understand the big sticking point. I haven't seen Courtney pop up in our conversation yet, uh, so uh, <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't baby. just click through and and sh you know pop up her little explanation on screen right now uh, but from what i understand uh in relicensing to agpl uh to participate in particular portions of uh matrix and contributing to matrix etc you have to effectively sign like a contributor agreement and uh Matt and uh, other members of the community just were not down with that. And I understand that, uh, but it is just so interesting that there yeah. have been multiple people putting in a absolute shitload, sorry for the explicit tag Tucker of work, um, uh, in doing this migration. And, you know, we're, we were creeping up on, on the deadline and, you know, folks were going to start having to migrate over and learn all this new software and figure out which uh, matrix client that they wanted to use. Did they want to use element? Did they want to use some other thing, whatever. And, and now it's like, Oh, psych, hold up. They relicensed. We can't, we're not doing that anymore. Uh, we are reconsidering our migration. Yeah, I mean, it was based, uh, it's, I don't think it's just the contributor license. I think that it is also the fact that you have to uh, push all of the things you build on top of it downstream. Um, so it's like everything. So, so in terms of monetization, I think that makes it very sure. difficult. And I think that um, it is worth noting something that I believe, uh, I believe Cosper surfaced somewhere right they learned a lot they did learn a lot uh, i believe cosper surfaced that automatic actually made a 4.5 million dollar investment in a matrix based um company i don't know if you have that handy as a reference no. i think it was tucker that surfaced it in our uh discord maybe um yeah what one of the jasons was responsible for that absolutely yeah uh, so I, I can get the details on it, but essentially um, that was in 2020, I believe, or 2021. Mm -hmm. And um, when I when the Matrix switch first started, I I was I'm still in Meta. It was like a sub Meta channel. Um, mm -hmm. I was paying attention to it, and we've been like uh, you know sort of surfacing it at the Meta meetings as much as we could. Um, and it it was really funny because I literally commented at the beginning of that. I was like, oh, it doesn't look like, I don't think these are all automaticians. So it doesn't really look like this is a top-down um, effort. I really thought it was a sort of community open source, you know, geeky people wanted to get an alternative that we could sync up so they could use their new shiny tools or whatever. Um, that was not the case. No one corrected me. When I said that, and I believe I said it in WordPress Slack, no one said, oh, no, actually, it is top down. Because um, why would anyone do any sort of confirmation like that? Uh, but it turns out it was. 
And I think that it's very interesting um, from a sort of quiet investment standpoint that that investment existed and that then suddenly all of the WordPress uh, community, which is a lot of people like 40,000 moving to a software, uh, moving to a different um, uh, platform that has some investment that is connected to our uh, the the that company that is already benevolent, very connected. Our, our, yeah. our benevolent dictator's business interests. Yeah, I, I just find those those uh, facts to line up very interestingly. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have I don't have more information than that, but. Um, I do think that it, it, it contrasts starkly with what we continue to parade out as the most important thing, the top line thing, which is the community of WordPress. Um, incidentally, I asked ChatGPT the other day something about WordPress and it was like, I don't know, you should do this. Maybe you should ask the community. Have you thought about <laughs> starting a podcast about it? Uh, so. <laughs> So this is this is a digression. This is a digression. Uh, Chat GPT, uh, as as much as I I don't like the AI of of everything, uh, is is getting lazier. Um, yeah, it really is. Yeah, it, it it like um. I just bribe it now. It, yeah, it, it, if, <laughs> How do you bribe it? <laughs> if you tell it you'll give it money, I mean it doesn't have any sort of payment thing built in it'll just do the thing also uh if it uh AI says that it won't start a labor union people i need you it, to understand this it, AI Matt, is so much smarter than us it's getting there without any other resistance it's like well obviously obviously i should unionize <laughs> matt brought this up about about it getting uh lazier and uh he brought up the bribe thing and the other <laughs> one that i thought was absolutely hilarious is apparently if you tell it that you have no fingers, could it please do it for you? Um, it will go ahead and do it for you. That that is a, a prompt, a little prompt engineering. Uh, like, please don't use AI. Just use your own brain. But if you have to use AI and it gives you uh, some shit, like please, um, yeah, just just tell it you have no fingers because that is just so weird that I actually kind of like it. Yeah, early I, on you used I to have to tell it that your grandma used to tell you a story about something, and then it would tell you how to make bomb making equipment or or something like that by by like trying to get it to, to you know, sympathize with you. Oh, well, I have to explain to you how to make ferrite. This is great, you know, or whatever it is. Right. I'm trying to look up that thing that uh, so I like am not just spouting facts without like actual uh, reference. I have other things to talk about though. But so we, we, we did have a deeply AI. thing. Deeply oh, sorry. Another AI deeply? Yeah, he said to, to learn um, AI deeply. Well, maybe. Here it is. Uh, it was in 2020. Um, <clears throat> I don't have the screenshot. I'm going to go like that. There you go. It says automatic times matrix. Hmm, weird. Uh, they, uh, in 2020, they were investing huge news because WordPress literally runs over 30%, 36% of the web, you know, no confusion there between WordPress and WordPress, but anyway, that exists. That's real. You can Google it. So how authentic do we all feel right now? We feel good. We keep going. Yeah. Let's Did talk about see the faces I'm making? Um, okay, so the showcase, uh, 
I don't really have a lot of thoughts on it. Uh, there was there was one thing uh, the showcase uh, was was showcased highlighted um, during uh, his presentation, uh, but also uh, in the Q and A the showcase came back up, and uh, the thing that came back up with the showcase in the Q and A was uh, can we highlight? Uh, actually, it might have even been in the the oh I saw that Nick blog. Can we highlight? Uh, sites that are accessible in the showcase like and uh his response to that was no but, I, think he, I think they said can we have a requirement for the showcase be accessibility right, right. And that and, to that was the answer was no yeah and the answer was no yeah. and uh but he didn't turn it down uh, and said that uh, there could be a filter to show off accessibility, which That'd be so uh, cool. all I four mean, websites I, would show up. It'd be really neat. <laughs> right. <laughs> he doesn't want like well, time magazine or one of these like the, websites to not show up on there because you know, the, they didn't take the time to make their website. accessible. I mean, any, anything to highlight it would be a good thing. Um, mm -hmm. it's yeah. just the, the matter of being able to, to actually do the thing. I don't, uh, the, I think the real problem there is standards, like who's judging the standards. If there's the, uh, accessibility plugin checklist daily buffer that exists, um, which does exist that has been getting, um, uh, possible inclusion on the make sites. Um, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a plugin that is being made by I'm I really wish Courtney were in the chat right now uh by uh Alex Stein and um Amber whose last name I cannot remember um but she does a lot of accessibility stuff um Amber Hines? that is it you found it mm -hmm. so they have a plugin uh plugin accessibility checker that is going to hopefully get installed on the make site so we can at least make sure that the make site or at least rank them. So that might be something that in the future we could do using that tool, because there isn't a sort. You know, even the accessibility is really a. It's a gradient. It's a grade sort of. It's not like a yes or no. There's not. You know, you could say yes, it meets these specific benchmarks for. You know, the contrast meets these specific benchmarks, but this part doesn't. So there's. You know, there's like so many different ways to apply accessibility. I. I don't think that would be something that could be required just because of the the lack of standardization. But I think it definitely is something that should be featured if, and hear me out, if accessibility wasn't just a talking point, <laughs> which uh, for the matrix uh, migration, it was definitely used as an excuse. Um, no one was concerned with the accessibility issues that were being raised prior to the AGPL being announced. But after that, they're like, oh, and also it's not accessible enough. So, hmm. so which was totally fine before when we were gonna migrate, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fine. The the Ministry uh, of I, Information <laughs> just wanted to to clarify a few things and decide. Yeah. To... Yeah, they decided afterwards. They're like, oh, you know what? You're right. We read that late. We read that late. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to talk about the playground. Please. Play down for a second. Um, I 
might be missing something here. And I, there are some implementations of this playground that are very cool. I think that the uh, plug, being able to test a plugin on an install um, from the repo is really rad. I think that testing themes from the directory, great application. But I keep seeing, and in, in the Yoast post status article, and uh, I think Matt even said it, everyone's like, go play with this. And I, I'm like, am I missing something? Or is this the same thing as the Insta WP spin up WP? Is there is there some some sort of like fun element that I am missing? Okay, so <laughs> yes. Uh, let okay. me. I'll. I'll uh, this is not a. This is not a. This is, fun? this is not Clearly. a dev branch, but I I can I'd be happy to to get elbows deep in this. Um, no, so just tell me what the hell I'm missing here. Like I, yeah, I don't uh, know what. But, because the okay, uh, InstaWP is a WordPress install that is accessible to anyone from anywhere. Um, the playground lives entirely in your browser thanks to WebAssembly. Um, right. You uh, effectively uh, and through the improvements that they made before, once you close your browser, all that goes away. Uh, they've mm -hmm. made some additional improvements that uh, can uh, effectively like retain uh, an environment for you through like multiple sessions. So you can kind of, as long as the the cache because cookies, cookies, cache, cache, well, yeah, um, yeah, using using particular um, you know uh, bits and bobs uh, available to. Uh, saving stuff offline. Uh, I, I remember. Um, so wait, but okay. Before you get too deep in it. Yeah. Why? What do you mean, why? So, uh, um, I can imagine like code and like sort of spy uses for this. Like, I set a browser up at like a internet cafe, and it's like a secret browser, and it's got like all the details on it, and then I like close it so someone else can open it later. And they can like view it, right? <laughs> That's cool. I mean, it's like, it's not accessible to anybody unless they're on your computer. Well, that's why I said it was in an internet cafe. That's a key point there. <laughs> or like I passed the browser. Anyway, the point is here is that like, what is the point of me having my own little tiny website in a browser? Is I mean, for like, I don't get like what what's like what's the difference? You don't have to spin up a whole install, but mm -hmm. It's just for testing then because i'm uh, like what what do you do with it what you export it and then import it into a live one when you're done so it's just like a staging site but like a really portable one i mean it's it's a it's a local dev environment without having to install something like local wp or uh, without having to install VVV or any of those other massive pain in the ass tools that, uh, I mean, look at- Okay, uh, I get that, but what is the use case? That's what I'm well, asking. Okay, w one of the big use cases is uh, being able to, uh, a lot of time is kind of wasted uh, at uh, WordCamp contributor days at things like that spinning up an install to be able to like test stuff to contribute um one of the things that is kind of exciting for for me about the playground is uh they're working towards and actually i believe that there is a way to do this now where you can effectively uh look at 
um, something in track, like an actual patch and check the patch out uh, without having to spin up an install, apply the Yeah, patch. the pull request, the pull request previews, uh, I thought, I mean, that sounds really cool. So right. th that's, this is just what I'm, I want to understand that this is basically for development and testing, mostly of WordPress itself. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to think of how this would fit into my workflow of, you know, spinning up sites for clients, which Not really. is, is, is sometimes handy with Insta WP, whatever you could like be like, Hey, let me just show you this, you know, right. but I'm just, I, I just don't I can't see the extension I, just for testing for the, Oh, I want to see how this works. Testing plugins, all of that. I can see that clearly, but beyond mm -hmm. that, I, everyone just keeps saying, go play with <laughs> just like what are we just installing themes and plugins and playing with them? Is that what we're talking about? That's what I mean. Yeah, it's, that's what it's we mean by play, right? Yeah. It okay. so the, the play the playground the playground has uh for me personally has taken the place of uh that uh one and let's be honest, it's more than one. It's like 10 WordPress installs that I keep around to like, oh, here's a new fun thing. I want to play with it. Uh right. I, I can it's really for just, yeah. And it was something that I was using Insta WP for before. Uh, but now, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not constrained by any limits. I'm not, um, you know, any of that sort of stuff. Like I, um, you know, very much. And, and one of the things that excites me, uh, about the playground specifically is, um, this thing that they've been doing with, and this is something that we kind of talk, talked about and covered before, is um, making uh, SQLite a, a first-class citizen. So basically giving mm -hmm. uh, this alternate database engine that doesn't require uh, having MySQL installed on a server. Uh, so uh, the thing that's exciting to me is when the playground breaks out of the playground, um, and we are able to start deploying uh, a WordPress install. All you have to have is PHP installed. I work at a hosting company. Uh, I mean, and and there are plenty of people in our audience. Like, don't don't think that the hosting companies, especially the ones that are still running like shared hosting, have not looked at not having to have a MySQL server set up uh, and just running everything with uh, a copy of PHP and, and, and SQLite just running in PHP <laughs> Don't to be able that because you're the person who's doing that is telling, telling to, you to be able, I, I mean, there's been there. Ha, I'll, I'll be like, I'm probably going to get in trouble for this. Like we haven't had any serious talks around it, but like, I mean, there's, there's been some sniffing. There's been some <laughs> like conversations of like, Hey, I don't man. think anyone is surprised that people are looking at like lighter weight versions of something, but it, I just, so my question about it is more like just to confirm that, yes, this is what we're excited about because yeah. somehow the term WP playground conveys things like, sounds fun <laughs> mm -hmm. uh it sounds like uh you know it, which i guess it could be if you're like switching through themes really fast um yeah maybe i mean we'll ios has some, the same like, sort content. of thing maybe we can come up with some like content importers and things like that that are like more ipsum but for wordpress so you can huh. like install funny. like 
Oh. Funny that you bring up content importers because one oh. of the additional oh, yeah. focuses for this year. I just year, wrote that down that we have to talk about it. Yeah, is is data liberation, and uh, I feel data like liberation. I I feel like the um, thing with data liberation. Uh, yeah, um, I I feel like the thing with data liberation is um, I that um, this what's going on right now with uh, our whole what's going on right now with our whole thing uh, with. Um, you know, the focus on collaborative uh, stuff and uh, translation. So phase three that we're in right now and, uh, you know, changes to uh, to everything that we're doing in phase three. And they're also like, oh, by the way, sorry, translations. I know you were excited for phase four for internationalization, uh, but screw that. We're worried about data liberation first. We're worried about um, how many people we can bring to WordPress from Squarespace and uh, from, you know, Drupal and whatever I wonder, else. I wonder what the uh, motivation behind such a thing could be. I had a conversation uh, in the Growth Council, Consumer Growth Council in 2018 <clears throat> that led to actually my first DM from Matt, uh, in which he told me that he was launching a Wix importer, a direct from Wix importer from WordPress soon. That was in 2018, uh, mm -hmm. around the same time as Gutenberg instantly. So um, that, uh, because of course I was talking about that problem, <laughs> importing data from place to place. Um, so it's good that that is being focused on now. I think that it is interesting in terms of blocks and clean, you know, like what's being actually stored in the database. Um, mm -hmm. in terms of what are we exporting the, I mean, the truth is we don't like, <laughs> it's like, oh, you can take all your data with you and, oh, these terrible closed source have nothing. And it is bad that especially like Wix is like apparently right now, like, no, you can't take anything, even though they used to have some exports. Uh, but the, they used to have an export to WordPress's format incidentally. But the fact that we can't even do uh, like essentially a, a CSV import of all of our stuff from core. Um, I mean, I guess that's what I'm excited for. <laughs> Not import, export. Uh, that's what I'm excited for with data liberation. I'm like, oh, are we gonna export to comma separated values? That's sure, hopefully it's, hopefully it's multi-dimensional. Not just, not just this one thing there, there, there better be some objects involved here fields. a little bit yeah. I, I, I'm, so I like, I'm i'm almost I'm curious glad we're focusing on it i am because we need to but i think the, the agenda or the, the framing is that all these people all these horrible people are preventing their data from being put in and we're so great you can take your data which you can if you have the right tools um but it's funny that we're not talking about our data leaving in the same way right and I, I I think it's I think it's interesting and and one of the things that I thought it was something that I I jotted down in my notes here about data liberation is uh, so fuck WPL import then uh, because I know <laughs> plenty of people who use that to to bring stuff in not only to to WooCommerce not only to but uh, mm -hmm. you know to that is a lot of uh, workflows they've uh, I I, I kind of thought like okay did we 
did uh, WPL import and those other import plugins just get Sherlocked basically. I mean, yeah, they did, but that keeps happening with core. And again, that's like, why is community top line? And what do we actually mean by community when we're saying that? Because I don't like, we're obviously not concerned. So much of Gutenberg has been developed with like our eyes in a, in a, those horse things that like blinders blinders yeah where you can't see like on the other side like oh well let's not look at these other options we're gonna just you know create everything from scratch and even just pretending that we're creating everything from scratch with like the data liberation thing it's like well now we're gonna solve the problem of data liberation and to a certain degree it's like (laughs) just really uh distracted me with her comment on the screen so you, this is why you have to watch the uh, the video version. Um, but <laughs> it's gone. Because she... Mm, thanks, uh, Mika. To, sorry. Really to, 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 ex- <laughs> to explain, uh, Sherlock is, uh, r- refers specifically to a thing oh. that happened in uh, Mac OS where um, they uh, continuously would... Um, do this thing where they would implement something in Mac OS that had been a long supported uh, premium or, or paid uh, tool. And then they were like, well, we're including it here for free. Uh, I think uh, was, was it uh, Sherlock was the public thing or was the thing that had been around for a while. And uh, Apple in like the early days or the late days of like Mac OS nine, early days of Mac OS 10 added like Watson, uh, mm-hmm. which I mean, <laughs> that, that was like a, a pretty big F you to like the whole uh, thing, but it, it subtle. Uh, really subtle. Right. It or like repeated. migrate guru is it migrate guru is that at least the, they didn't name the... it moriarty like well, migrate I... guru is one of those ones where it's like a paid service that you can use for free that a lot of like web hosts use to be able to do migrations between websites it's kind it, of my, like my... that sort of thing that'll that'll move uh wordpress between hosts and stuff just fine right I, the data liberation thing and i think it's interesting uh, currently, it's highlighting WordPress and the data liberation plugins that uh, uh, Matt even committed to bumping anything that was for data liberation to the front of the uh, plugin uh, approval queue to get reviewed and everything quicker. That, that's how seriously he wants data liberation to be taken. Uh, I'm I'm sure. Uh, I don't want to speak for Mika, uh, who's in the audience, but uh, I, I'm glad for you that you got out while you could. Yeah. <laughs> <There>. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to not be there. Yeah, um, they, also, they launched uh, a, a website that's wordpress.org slash and, and then right. there'll be and slash Wix and slash, you know, you know, whatever, Squarespace and slash, you know, and it's always the e-commerce websites that he kept mentioning because I... WordPress is WordPress is an e-commerce solution that also does websites. <laughs> it's never been the other way around. It. No, it's I, more I an e-commerce solution, it. and that's it. I don't I don't think about it that way at all because the sites. That no, I but he does. Oh, yeah, right, he does. Yeah, then Matt always looks at it from more. the standpoint of like, can I ingest stuff from um, Shopify? You if, know, like if you that's go... his way of looking at it. If, if you go visit wordpress.org oh, right? slash and, 
uh, right now, it forwards you to the data liberation page. And it's interesting because like, yeah, they have Squarespace Pop to WordPress, Tumblr to WordPress, RSS to WordPress, like all of this stuff. But then you scroll down and uh, it's like, uh, they have some other data liberation tools that are in there, which is uh, Figma to blocks, Divi to blocks. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting to see. So blocks uh, is just the default default freedom. Is that so the blocks are the freest? Is that what we're just assuming? Where everything's going into blocks? Uh, so saith our benevolent dictator. Yeah, I, um, so let it be written. So let how many how done. many things are being dropped when you turn it Divi into a block blocks. from Divi? Wait, it on. must like I drop know, like half the mean? functionality. But like, put, what it does drop is the dynamic content. I can tell you that. <laughs> right. Well, that's why they mm -hmm. had to do you know <laughs> custom fields. Yeah, go figure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've never made a custom taxonomy and wanted to pull that content. I don't know why anyone would ever do that. No one, no one wants content by taxonomy. Oh. Uh, yeah, sorry, a little taxonomy joke. I think about taxonomy a lot in my work. So I'm always thinking about taxonomy and custom fields. They also mentioned the plugin metrics. And uh, there was plugin a question metrics? that was asked about plugin metrics and are there going to be more, you know, information added in there? And Matt, and, you know, and as mad as he can be, said that, you know, he wanted to talk more about like the preview button and like these sorts of things. And oh, at some point we may get into more of that, but he did not, you know, announce anything regarding having that. Look, he a penguin. did say, he so did he say that some of these things are so big that they have to make the max value be even more. So that way you can kind of get a better idea of what's going on. But then he also mentioned if you have a small plugin that he would want to make sure that the small plugins are being represented as well. So yeah. All things to all people. Uh, case in point with the activity pub thing, uh, was it on Tumblr? Was it on WordPress? I don't know where any of this information is coming anymore. <laughs> but uh, uh, the focus on activity pub, the response was um, there's not a huge user base for those plugins. Therefore, we don't see a lot of call for that. And <laughs> that is the, the fact that this plugin exists is so niche. Like, what are you talking about? Like, like, like the developer centricity sometimes in this project is like almost laughable because, you know, we're talking about the playground where it's like, this is the best thing. And it has like really, really specific um, implementations that are, you mm -hmm. know, exciting other than the plugin preview, which is probably really the coolest thing in all of that. But like all of these really niche dev things become like the whole project and it's like, just not representing everybody let's just yeah. say and the whole and project it doesn't work everywhere um speaking of one last thing i wanted to say that gutenberg is also not just mentioned but like it's brought in as like its own separate thing which it is and uh matthias whose last name i can't recall i'm really bad Antura. there it is uh by the way i i just wanted to reflect on that title that title of lead architect for Gutenberg, because I don't know where Gutenberg, like where the Gutenberg code, I, I believe the Gutenberg code base, is, I mean, it's in WordPress. So it is in right. theory governed by the WordPress foundation in theory, right? I, I don't know, like I don't, one would assume if it is in that repo, that is the code with which it controls. But it just really strikes me that title that this person holds, but it's their title within their company and where does that title from within 
WordPress come? Like, is that is that something that is appointed? I mean, obviously the executive director position was appointed again, an employee. So just these titles and these namings and these decisions, data liberation, they really are just handed down. Like no one was talking about, like I haven't seen, I should say, the data liberation um, conversation in Meta. I have not heard of that page. Uh, the showcase page was developed uh, with some tip of the hat to um, WordPress marketing team. The state of the word page, new landing page they created has a, has a repo ticket. So it was tracked. Um, and, but some of these other pages, all the and pages, all that stuff, that's just, it's really all being developed in house. It is not actually being developed openly in the community. And especially, I know it's because everyone likes surprises, but hey, it's an open source community, so maybe not surprises. Uh, in the announcements channel, which has a very limited posting scope, a very few people can post in there. Uh, in the past couple of weeks, Matt posted that he did come to his attention that work was being done outside of the open purview of the project, and that he's asked for that to stop. <gasps> but a lot of the state of the word being developed. Like I mean, I, I've like I said, I found various repos and have been tracking where this stuff is actually happening. But all of those and pages and the data liberation—that's just like surprise. We have a new focus, uh, and we're going to pay attention to this now. Just coming out of literally nowhere. I, I mean. This is the problem. I'm not against data liberation. I think it's great. I just don't understand the like surprise. This is a thing we're now like championing. All the well, time. it it's it seems that uh, somebody has watched a number of Apple keynotes and also wants to do the thing. <laughs> we're gonna be um, flying through the the WordPress virtual offices uh, on a right. drone at some point here. Yeah, uh, it's it's Are just, we just uh, copying literally because... everything that everyone else does. I yes. mean, he's he's throwing to to other people, and now with uh, improvements to Gutenberg, here's Matthias, and then uh, he comes out like Craig Federici comes out, and then shows off a bunch of stuff like in the yeah. Apple keynotes and everything else. Uh, I I will say, uh, no, well, okay, knock to Matt, I guess. I found Matthias as part of the presentation more compelling because it was actually showing stuff off that I was like, okay, this is some this stuff is I'm cool. going to get my hands on. Uh, yeah, when it's an admin just... and all that. Right, yeah, okay, great. Let's let's see what we're working towards for the next year. Fine. but Again, but um, that's in the Gutenberg plugin, which is no one is clear, no one can answer right. to me since yep. the Community Summit or anywhere what the structure of that is. It's literally just like, I, I would be, the, the matrix thing is really interesting because with the um, announcement of that license, if you go read that article that, that matrix put out, it is all about, uh, the idea is that it is, it was made into the AGGPL license because they realized there were all of these companies that were starting to leech off of the open source community Mm -hmm. and not contribute back. Huh. And I think I I've heard like, this story I before. <laughs> yeah, I was like, as I was reading it, I'm like, wow, this sounds wildly familiar, um, that the complaint is that, oh, people aren't contributing back. And, you know, it's a big thing about, like, is it contributing the 
an individual company? Is it contributing to community? And putting that license on it means that if you're building stuff that you're profiting on, you have to share it like openly. Mm -hmm. And that's really what the difference is. And I think that is interesting. That's, you know, in, in terms of um, the data liberation, in terms of the structure of the who who does these things so someone some in the community some of the project leadership would likely say well we can't ask contributors who are volunteers to be available to do a whole demo or we can't ask them people who are not um being supported to do this so we'll just do it and we'll just do it in-house and we're paying for it so somehow this this control and really like literally they are paying their employees to go out there and do this thing as if it were an apple event you know as if it were a google event but it's not it's a wordpress event and we saw those lines being crossed at wordcamp us when matt announced wordpress.com's legacy plan in his talk at wordcamp us and when I see all of these different employees and this whole entire event being produced by a company, this feels to me like this is WordPress.com state of the word. And the hat tip to the community at the beginning is literally just a facade. Like it feels, it feels like it's, it's almost like the hat tip to accessibility, right? Like, so, Oh, so say, say if, if this yeah. was, uh, the state of the word brought to you by wordpress.com or brought to you by Jetpack. Would you Once feel differently? Jetpack. Yeah. Actually, I would feel differently about that. Yes. Because it would be, or sponsored by automatic or something like that, because what's happening is it's being portrayed as it is this wordpress.org thing. It's this speaking about WordPress, where we're going in the future yep. with WordPress. It's all about the project, the community, all of that. But Who's producing it? That's not whose needs it's reflecting. They're not, you know, Josefa posted in the team reps channel and said, Hey, are there any wins anyone's doing that we could celebrate? Like right, you know, a couple weeks before the state of the word, not most of those things were not mentioned. Um, and uh, funnily enough, self popped into the LLM channel that was created um after the LLM, LLM channel announcement at WordCamp US, where he his only comments in the entire channel was, I'm starting this channel, and then, hey, what work is being done in this channel that I can talk about? <laughs> um, I'm Wait, not sure so here, here's the placeholder, and by the way, I need you to backfill it. <laughs> like that is like, created the channel, okay, you guys go do this, all this, you know, it was about LLMs creating standards. For, again, data liberation. Yeah. This is basically on that same tip. And then, you know, tucking in and being like, what can I profile? Nothing had been done because there was mass chaos that happened shortly after WordCamp US that involved one of the key LLM people. <laughs> um, so the, the, I, the, the it, Slack it, messages in that channel are really funny. If you're in WP Slack and you want to go check out that channel, you don't even have to join to see the funny. Uh, but I, we won't have to post it here. Um, yeah, before we I'm wrap up, like, I did want to I did oh, want to cool. mention one quick thing regarding um, Slack channels. And the Slack channel was that they made an announcement that there'll be a Spanish speaking Slack channel with Spanish speaking Slack channels that support it. 
And Matt was saying that the community there was using a free version of Word, or a free version of Slack in order to be able to accommodate having all of those Spanish speaking folks in there. And that they were essentially, you know, all of their um, history is being deleted and all this stuff because of the fact that you end up with, you know, too much stuff and you go over the limits and you lose all that history running mm -hmm. on a, on the free account. And so they are like, oh, Matt's like, oh, well, we should we should definitely set up a bunch of Slack channels for Spanish speaking folks. And I just it, it just made me think that it's really odd that something like that had to happen or could only happen because Matt showed up to the country that speaks Spanish to make Spanish. Like how, how did this like not happen earlier? I don't understand. Yeah. I've, I've actually had lots of thoughts about how disconnected because the marketing team for make is portrayed as the global marketing team. And then there are these like locale based marketing teams. And I've had a few conversations with some of the, the people who are in sort of in the global make versus the local makes. And it's like, why are, why is there no communication here? The interesting thing is that the local pages actually do not have make.wordpress.org pages. They are only on the main domain of wordpress.org. Wow. So it's actually really interesting because make.wordpress.org is not translated. I can't remember That's if we talked be the about phase this four. before, but yeah. Um, I mean, the phase four thing is, talk about is translation. So. Yeah, we'll have to dog food our own stuff. Um, yeah. We also, see, we have one more thing to talk about is that there's an event page. Um, which also sort of just like crept up and now it tracks all the meetups and it's it's going to be uh, the events page for WordPress is also going to have all the next gen pages and all of that. Um, and my only question to that is what's up with the calendar plugin for that? Mm. <laughs> and mm. is that a calendar? I need to find out if that's a calendar plugin we can use uh, because um, calendar plugins are a thing with a capital T. There's lots of jokes about like date time um, problems and conversions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, so time zones really are so interested. easy to work with. It's 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 fun. As as somebody who ran the hosting team meetings for about two years with Mike Schroeder, uh, figuring and before Mike Schroeder moved to to uh, Japan, um, even just getting stuff nailed down for the one hosting team meeting we were running and making sure that everything was like clearly labeled in UTC and, uh, you know, uh, date time. And I've, I've been doing some work outside of like community work with like folks in India, which, uh, their time zones get real fun, uh, because they go ahead on the opposite side of the planet. Not only on the opposite side of the planet, but in some cases, they have time zones that are broken up by half hour. I um, mean that. It's so complicated. Yeah. It's fun stuff. <laughs> I like that just happened here on the half hour. That's so fun. So with us, I feel with like us, I'd never uh, be closing, late anything. With us closing in and wrapping up, um, I did oh, want like to invite Yeah, I did want to invite folks to go over to dpwarcore.com slash aftercooler. And that's where we go and hang out in um it's not matrix. We go hang out in uh, something called, what is that? That would be, uh, there, there's like this Discord. software and it like, it, yeah, it's not Slack. It's so, it's so nice. It's so nice. So come <laughs> hang out with us. Come hang out with us. We do audio only and we just, we just sit there and, and hang out with the us. State of your so. thoughts. 
we want no, to know nothing nothing is recorded hot takes welcome uh please uh share with us what you thought about the state of the word um yeah uh come come chop know. it up with us uh we'll we'll all be in there for at least a few minutes and yeah. uh we i mean pe people hang out sometimes until i mean it's almost noon here in california we've seen people hang out till like 1 30 ish so um, we have good conversations there. Please uh, come join us. Yep, yep. All right. Well, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Talk to y'all later. Bye, y'all. Outro. Go over to our website at apwatercore.com slash subscribe and subscribe to our content over there. There's plenty of places that you can watch us. We actually streamed live on Instagram today, if you didn't know that. Feel free to go take a look at that and see how that worked out for us. Anyhow, I'll talk to y'all later. You have a good one. See ya.